Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I'm really having a hard time keeping up with uh, the Asher Record Service Company live in feedback today because it is so chock full of information. Uh, in fact, I'll just kind of start there. Vicki says, I don't think she's related to anyone else that I know for sure. Uh, Vicki says, Sam Pittman is in Charlotte. Saw him at lunch at the Mellow Mushroom <laughs> at Church Street. <laughs> now, Trey, that's in regard to some clown texting or sending <laughs> feedback in that he was in the Carolina Panthers were talking to him about their head coaching job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, on signing day, after I was at the press conference, my wife uh, texted me and said, uh, Sam Pittman's here at whatever women's clothing store she was at sitting on the couch. And I said, <laughs> what? It's like, he, he's not he's not at a woman's clothing store sitting on the couch. There's transfer portal coaching changes. Recruit. Like, he's not doing that. She sent me a picture of some other guy. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I thought it might have been a case of mistaken identity with the Charlotte one, too. I think Sam oh Pippen gosh. may be hosting some transfer portal possibilities today through in the next five yeah. days, right? I don't think he's in Carolina looking at the Panthers no. job. No. No, if he is, then uh, he's getting way too much money because it's a very <laughs> important time uh, right now uh, in, in terms of roster building and everything. I mean, Arkansas's got what I count looking ahead to next year at 71 scholarship guys. Uh, so they need to they need to fill some spots. Uh, obviously in the transfer portal. So this is a very important time. Uh, Danny's got a few names there. We also strongly, strongly suspect that there's probably some other guys that they're maybe trying to keep quiet on, sneaking in and stuff like that, and maybe just a little bit different than recruiting with with transfer portal guys. But um, Dante Thornton, wide receiver from Oregon, 6'5", 197 pounds, former number 57 overall prospect in the country. Uh, Isaac Tesla. That's uh, T-E-S-L-A-A, two A's in Tesla. Um, but he's in town also. This He's from Hillsdale College, uh, which is uh, FCS, uh, had 68 catches for 1,325 yards and 13 touchdowns last year, 6'4", 210 pounds. Jake Roberts, a tight end that I think would be a nice addition. Uh, things seem like they're moving well there, 6'5", 250 uh, out of North Texas. Uh, and Antonio Greer, who committed to Arkansas, and then announced that he's still looking around. I still think he ends up at Arkansas, um, but uh, he's he's in town also. Uh, Greg, today, did he so. actually sign a letter in aid or but whatever it's, it's called? Non-binding. Non-binding. Financial aid. Yeah, agreement. I know it's non-binding, yeah. but I mean that's kind of crazy. From what yeah. I understand, he did, but again, it's it's not a binding. Non-binding, right? Yeah, it's more for the athlete to guarantee them that they will receive a scholarship upon enrolling, but it's not binding. Gotcha. No. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt do you, do you, you but think, when you mentioned his name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Trey, do you think? Okay, Arkansas now has co-defensive coordinators. They've got mm-hmm. Travis Williams, who comes from Central Florida, who had a couple linebackers that were committed that maybe might consider Arkansas or, or there that will consider there. And then you got um, Marcus Woodson, who was at Florida State, 
Both those guys are supposed to be terrific recruiters. Don't you think there are going to be some people in the transfer portal that follow them to Arkansas? Possibly, yeah. Um, now, I didn't take it as Travis Williams being co-defensive coordinator. He's That's just how it was announced. Coordinator. Yeah, Is that how it was announced? A, it was announced yep, today that, that he's the co-defensive yes, coordinator. Right, no. So, Marcus Woodson is co-defensive coordinator. Yeah, Marcus Travis Woodson Williams is, is defensive coordinator. Well, how do you – well, that means that they got to be co's because – if there, you can't be the co-defensive coordinator like if there's a coordinator. I, I see, but we see that language all the time. It's well, when you make a move from, you know, a program like Florida State, yeah. to another, you know, Power Five program. Unless you're making a move, you always want to make a move up, right? That's right. So, so you either you're making a move from a smaller level school to a bigger name program, uh, or you're making a move from a big name program to another bigger name program. But you also want a uh, an improved title with that. Sure, so when I get, you, I get when that. Okay. Move, yeah. So can you please explain in a rational manner how you can have a coordinator who is over the co-coordinator? Because if you're a co-coordinator, who are you co-coordinating with? Right. It's. It. I didn't say it made sense. <laughs> it's just a. It's a title. Uh, that probably warrants a, a little bit more money also. But, you know, at Florida State, he was the passing game defensive right. coordinator. Right, You know, so I'm sure it's probably something similar to that. That's pretty similar. That's pretty silly, too. Okay, you stop the run, They also stop didn't the pass. say anything about the position group that he'll be coaching, you know. And there's there's been some talk that, you know, there'll be some shakeup on staff. There usually is going to be when there's a yeah. new coordinator. He usually wants to bring in his own guys. Uh, so Would um, a new co-coordinator want to bring in his own guys? No, <laughs> not as much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do not get it. I, I totally understand what you're saying. But if a guy is a co-coordinator, that to me means he's got an equal voice with the other guy right. who is no longer the coordinator. He's also a co-coordinator. Now, yeah. you can call it I mean, whatever you want have, to. But... Why do we have uh, assistant head coaches and associate head coaches? Okay, I get that. Because maybe you give them a few extra responsibilities, but not necessarily with their position groups. So, mm-hmm. and, and you would assume that Woodson's going to coach in the secondary and Williams is going to coach the linebackers. But I know none, none of that's been totally announced yet. So right. I guess the next time you mention, next time you meet with Sam Pittman, would you please ask him how you can have a co-coordinator and also a coordinator? Could you ask him that? When I meet with him in 30 days. <laughs> in 30 days, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully in 30. Yeah. <laughs> People okay. have forgotten the questions. What is, well, please, what please saying. remember. No, you tell me. You Just let us know what the next meeting is. I'll remind you again. <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably National Signing Day. Now, if you remember, we didn't do it last year. And it was months between times yeah. that we, we got to talk to Sam Pittman because they didn't sign anybody last year. But they'll sign people this year, I think. Obviously, with the transfer portal and everything. You want one sure, for sure. Shamar Easter. Yeah, Shamar Easter. There's Cheryl the Harris twins out there. Um, and, you know, we have the transfer portal, so they'll be, I mean, I assume they would address those guys too. Okay, now we do know that Arkansas only has one offensive coordinator. They don't have a co-offensive coordinator. Right. And that coordinator evidently is being courted by Mississippi State. Do you, do you see any way that could that could take place, that he could go there? Boy, the Mississippi State's that people seem think it's just all but a done deal. I, I just I don't think that's happening. I think that 
Kendall is in line for another pay raise. He got one last year uh, from one million to one point two five million. Um, now, I, I felt like it was kind of slow because he turned down the Miami uh, offensive coordinator job last year uh, to stay at Arkansas for you know a little less money. And that's usually how it goes. The place that you're at will offset what they offer and balance out with the cost and frustration of moving, you know. So, um, But it took like three months after the fact for that deal to get finalized and signed. Uh, so I would like to see something move quicker. But what I would imagine, and some of the numbers that are being thrown around by people over at Mississippi State are pretty big, like highest paid assistant coach in the country big. Um, so I don't. Barry Odom made $1.85 million last year. Yeah. I mean, and had the 13th best defense in the SEC. I would think <laughs> yeah. that Kendall Bryles. Yeah. Arkansas's, Arkansas put up more yardage this past season than they have in 12 years. More yards than they have in 12 years and more points than they have in seven years. And KJ was hurt for two games and, you know, hobbled in another. Uh, so that's pretty the, – the big problem with the offense and people, you know, complain about – um, you know, getting cued or, you know, not being aggressive enough here or being too aggressive there. It's always, you know, one of those things. The big problem to me with the offense last year was the offensive line wasn't strong enough and couldn't get a push when they were in the red zone, especially at the goal line. That was the problem. And to me, a lot of that falls on the strength coach, and they made a change with the strength coach immediately after the Missouri game. Um, but Kendall Browse is going to be courted every single year. And the way, you know, Jimmy Sexton's his agent, first of all. Yeah. So we've seen this this show before. It's, you know, maybe a school, you know, targets a guy. Maybe maybe their name gets floated <laughs> to to the other school, School B. And School B makes a, a nice big offer. Um, and then School A responds with, like I said, an offer that's maybe not quite as much but still worth it in terms of the – raise and the frustration over moving and, and all of those things. I do know that Kendall has said in the past to people close to him that, you know, Arkansas and Texas are, you know, if he had his choice, those are the two states that he would like to be coaching in. Uh, he's obviously from Texas. Uh, there wasn't anything about Mississippi in there. So, but they seem like they, I mean, the way they talk over there, this is just a matter of time before he's over there. I just, I'm just not seeing it that way. I think he'll get, a substantial raise, um, maybe even half a million dollars. I don't know. I, you know, I think they probably, you know, have, you know, I don't know, saved money, but I think they probably – here's another thing to think about. If you're Sam Pittman, it's year four, and year four is a big year, as we all know. And, I mean, that's a fire me or extend me year. Um, you know, losing Odom – I don't think is the end of the world because the defense was so bad last year. Yeah. Uh, but you don't want to lose your offensive coordinator, especially when you got KJ Jefferson coming back also. So I think that Arkansas will do um, what they need to do. And, you know, also, Dow Loggins was kind of viewed as if Kendall ever leaves and Dow will be the offensive coordinator, you know, and now he's gone. So well, he could come I, back I as Bobby Petrino the, showed. You, you don't have to stay yeah. anywhere too long. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> Dow's coming back under Petrino, but, or excuse me, under Pittman, but, uh, I just don't. I don't see that happening. But um, I, I think what they'll end up doing is getting things straightened out with with Browse, get a raise, and move on. Uh, but Mississippi State people are. I don't know if it's. I don't know, but they seem like it's just a matter of time before this deal's closed. 
So I just don't see that, but we'll see how it plays out. Wow, well, as the world it, turns. You know, I shouldn't say this. I, I, I should button say my it. lip. But say I'm it. Say it anyway. Say there it. There we go. They think the quality of life in Starkville, Mississippi, is even close to what it is here. My gosh. Well, you can't, objectively, you can't. <laughs> Everybody thinks their college town is great. That, and I'm sure that's why the Mississippi yeah, State people think it's a national publications have, have said that. Not, not yeah. just Rick Schaefer, but I'm talking uh, national broad, yeah. uh, publications. Well, right. Obviously, Fayetteville is. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah and, that's, and there's right. national publications, as you pointed out, to support that. I've yeah. been to every SEC town. I've been to every SEC stadium. Um Mississippi State has a, you know, when they did their uh, improvements to the stadium, it was a huge upgrade. In fact, I think, I think Mississippi State's stadium is the nicest stadium in Mississippi, in Mississippi better than Hemingway. Um, well, there that's is not, not saying much, a lot. It's the nicest one in Mississippi. Wow. Great. Hey, I'm just saying it's <laughs> say not the worst. It, a lot of people say will say it's the worst stadium in the SEC outside no. of Vanderbilt, and I'm saying, you know, Missouri's worse. I think Vaughn Hemingway worse. is worse. Um, but they, okay. they've made so they're number 11 instead of number 13. That's great. I don't think Starkville is quite the dump that everybody makes it out to be. However, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be my first choice of places to live. Uh, I think it's probably, I think it's probably slightly worse than Auburn, maybe on a par with. I don't, I don't think much of Auburn, Alabama, but Auburn, Alabama, as we were having this discussion, is. Right next to Columbus, Georgia, which is pretty nice. So, <laughs> Starkville's not close to really anything. There's a would, uh, uh, there's a Barnes visit. and Noble across the street from the stadium. That's the highlight of Starkville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd say. And they do make their own ice cream on campus, and it's very good. I'd say that's yeah, a, that's a highlight. They do do cows. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's, right. that's some there's great a point cows. for making cheese, your own ice milk. cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make their own Savage. cheese. It's it's Sa- really good. It's it's good. Sa- it is really good. Savage is a, a, a uh, no. I wouldn't go that far. I was going to say a native of Starkville, but I won't be mean to him. Hey, hey Savage. Really? Good afternoon. <laughs> hey, what's going on, fellas? I mean, it's got to be a new year because Rick's actually putting people down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to. Way That's way to why. Change, Rick. I didn't Woo! want to change, Rick. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't want to do that at all this year. And I was, But you start talking about Starkville, it's easy to do, isn't it? No, Rick, don't bite your lip. Keep it up. I like it. You know, but, Trey, I mean, we've seen this before with Jimmy Sexton. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So this is a, this is a, has to be a ploy. I mean, the Mississippi State guy from a previous show, I mean, they act like it was a, you know, a foregone conclusion that, you know, Bryce is on his way. And that might be the case. I just don't see it. I think this is a ploy to get more money and more power to him if he gets it because Jimmy Sexton is a smart man. I mean, he gets everybody a raise. So I think that's all this is because, I mean, probably really, Starkville? I mean, Rick's right. I mean, there's nothing there. You know, so outside, you know, I don't know, all of us a little bit biased, but everybody outside of Arkansas thinks Browse is the greatest, but everybody inside Arkansas, a good population to call on this show, can't stand by Browse. You know, I think he's done a great job, you know, so it's it's hit or miss whether, you know, he's going to stay or not, but I don't think going You know, there's an interesting narrative also. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There's an interesting narrative also that people are saying it's it's because Sam Pittman has uh, taken control of the (laughs) – basically not control, but (laughs) has interjected himself uh, into the offense too much and Bryles doesn't have autonomy. Um, First of all, 
all head coaches do that on some level, but this is absolutely Browse's offense. I mean, I think anybody can see they're they're doing, you know, what he's always done. Um, yeah, Trey, you can't I tell also, me that Kendall – I mean, uh, yeah. Sam Pittman didn't call the dive from the four-yard line into the Texas A&M game. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, you know they, – They also um, – you know, they also uh, – sorry, I, I, I lost my train of thought with that. Um, but anyway – Sam Pittman's not interjecting himself more than, you know, anybody else, but they act like, you know, he's he's kind of done over overstepped his bounds a little bit, and they're going to give him a lot of this autonomy. They just hired a wide receivers coach not even an hour ago at Mississippi State. So I don't understand. Like, that doesn't sound like, hey, you've got all this freedom. You, you know, make the hires you want to hire and all this stuff. By the way, we're going to hire a wide receivers coach. Yeah, and Rick, you can give yourself a new title. Now you're the co-speaker on the radio in the afternoon. Just, <laughs> it, it works. No, just, just I'm an underling. The new no. year. No, I'm an underling. I know, I understand. I'm sharing that. He, he is the co-host now. So direct all your <laughs> negative comments towards Rick. That's it. Live fan feedback. Light him up. He's being mean to folks. Y'all have to <laughs> Um, oh, I do gosh. like how Starkville has embraced the whole Stark Vegas thing because that was just kind of made as a joke, yeah. and they just kind of, you know, they took it on. Yeah, so, yeah. It's kind of like think the they Yankees. took it on in the beginning. I think it, they had to warm up to it. It took a while for them to mm-hmm. like the, the gla- when you visit the the glamour just doesn't wear off. I think they have Stark Vegas written on their basketball court. They they don't they? they they put it up on their football. It was in their football stadium when we were there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> well, Mitch, Mitch says that uh, Kendall won't go because of the cowbells. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I mean, that would be like hey, reason imagine that? right up there with number one. It's Twelve times a year instead of once. Awful. And then for the co-coordinator, maybe it's like a pilot and a co-pilot. The pilot's in charge, but the co-pilot There you go. Right, the there's plane. a perfect example. That's, pilot that's, and co-pilot. That is a good – okay, I get that. Okay. I understand that. All right. All right. All right. Great. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's straight media, hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.